may spice salt your wounds. It's <laughs> where there's a Wills, there's a podcast. It's a weekly dive into every new corner of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Roxy. I'm Dean. Starting it off with an insult this time. Oh, man. May spice salt my wounds. Yeah. What did I do to, to deserve this one? <laughs> Would that make you high? I feel like that make you like really high. Yeah, it goes right into your blood. I'm unsure as to what spice is. Is it like something, it seems like something you can just take in any form. Yeah, it's like you sprinkle it on whatever and it like makes it a drug. Right, you can probably rub it on your gums, you could probably smoke it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Rub it into your wounds and it'll, it'll just like spike your blood up. Definitely. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I know you could like infuse it with tea and stuff like I don't know I, I mean in Dune they have all kinds of ways to like ingest the spice but I feel like people just like eat it with spoons sometimes <laughs> it's just like cinnamon yeah well I guess that begs the question is the spice in Dune the same spice in Star Wars I think it is just because Lucas was in uh, inspired by Dune like when writing star wars so i'm okay. assuming it's very similar of a concept but like not as like powerful of a of a thing you know right right i guess not I as mean, like all consuming of a cultural thing to be fair the only time spice is ever mentioned in like the original trilogy and maybe even in the prequel trilogy is one single line when they mention the spice mines of castle right mm -hmm. yeah. which is also really funny to me that when they created this expansive universe uh in the same film they used kessel as two throwaway location names the kessel run and then the spice mines of kessel and i'm unsure if lucas intended those two things to be co like correlated at that point interesting wait did they say the spice mines of kessel I think so. I think C-3PO says uh, he'll be sent to the Spice Mines of Kessel or something. Yeah, yeah, he does say that, doesn't he? And then yeah. and then the Kessel run is all in and the same movie. Crazy. Yeah. Lucas was running out of planet name ideas. Crazy. Got Tatooine. Tatooine, Alderaan. Dantooine. Dantooine and Tatooine in the same film. The same film. I... I've never understood why that that's why that that was the <laughs> like writing choice to have a thing called Tatooine and a thing called Dantooine and then have the actor say it in a weird British accent that makes it sound like she's saying Tatooine. Right. I never understood. It. <laughs> um, yeah, it's all planned out, though. That's why the original <laughs> it's all was connected. Good. It was all it was all planned out. Yeah, it was all connected even back then even back then uh hashtag it was all connected man i connected all imagine along. you imagine like the fan theory boards for star wars like if it if it if <sighs> the original trilogy came out now it'd be kind of crazy <sighs> it'd be kind of crazy especially like in the way that we consume media i mean i'm sure there were crazy theories like i i, I believe i've seen like crazy like post uh, empire theories of like what's going to happen in return of the jedi 
Um, yeah. But, like, they were all from, like, magazines and, like, really low-key publications and stuff. Imagine if there was, like, internet culture where we, like, have to interpret everything as, like, clues and we have to predict what's going on and, like, I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the magazines, they had, like, printed uh, people's, like, uh, messages in like I bet Vader isn't really Luke's father he's probably lying which is literally exactly the same discourse <laughs> that came up around The yeah. Last Jedi um, yeah and yeah I'm just thinking about how you know with uh, with high profile shows and movies nowadays the theory and like and prediction uh, cycle that goes through is so crazy especially because every single time it is almost inevitably the simplest easiest answer and everyone yeah. goes out of their way to to like to like think about how that can't be right it's too easy and it's like no of course like that's why they're writing it that way because it's yeah. the one thing that makes sense it makes you the know. most sense so it's gonna be that one yeah right it's like, a story it's not a puzzle <laughs> right um like uh i guess spoilers for end of mandalorian season two which it's you know already been a while at this point but um like of course it was going to be luke skywalker like right that's the only thing that makes sense but everyone's like i bet you it's going to be this obscure character from uh these video games or these books that uh, no one else knows about i bet you that's going to be the reveal and it's like who would who would know about that besides you i don't know (laughs) right um i i swear i it should have been it should have been boshek honestly Everyone knows about Boshek is the thing. It's, Everyone, it's sh- sh- you know who should have walked through that through that door? Light Man. Light Man, yeah. Everyone Shambling like, in oh. with his really long arms. It's my old friend. I know him. The it's Jedi. Been a long time, buddy. Light yeah, Man. Yeah, the Jedi Light Man. Feel like he wouldn't be able to hide very well. He's made out of uh, light bulbs. <laughs> yeah. I love how his central body is devoid of light because it's a suit with a lot of light bulbs plugged onto it. So all of the middle a, of him is is pitch black, like Vanta black. Right. And then he just radiates light because he's just maybe a bunch was, of light bulbs. Maybe he's in every scene of Star Wars. He just unscrewed his light bulbs for like that scene. So he's hiding. He's hiding. He's in stealth mode, or he's just off-screen providing light. Yeah, he's the he's the set lighter. He's the okay. set lighting. Yeah, he's always just behind the camera, providing the light. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. They, why bother hiring someone to do lights when you have Lightman on set already? Yeah, there's like a hat rack in uh, in uh, Cloud City, and it's just like, oh, it's Lightman. He's just illuminating <laughs> everything. He's He's illuminating. That is the adjective people use to describe him. Oh, is that your friend over there? What's he like? Oh, he's illuminating. Illuminating. Uh, Roxy, um, it's been ten minutes of this <laughs> of this episode. Yeah. What are we doing today? In, in case listeners haven't figured it out, uh, we don't really have anything to talk about this week because there were no new releases over in Star Wars Land, which is kind of a crazy thing to consider. Um since there's what like 600 ongoing comic book series and yeah. like there, there are we did get news we did get a little bit of news let's do the news okay so uh speaking of the 600 uh ongoing comic book series it 
briefly is going to be going up to 601 because they announced that there is going to be a little mini series going on this summer called uh, the War of the Bounty Hunters, mm. which is going to be centered around Boba Fett's supposedly extremely long journey to get Han Solo back to Jabba. It feels like at this point he gets Han Solo back to Jabba and then five minutes later, C-3PO and Raw Trudy to knock on the big giant doors. Yeah, I don't um, know. People in the press release, they were like, it definitely feels like uh, Han was like recently delivered when in Return of the Jedi. And I'm like, does it? Does it really feel like that? <laughs> I've never I felt that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand that either. I think my my interpretation there of some of those things has to be release, a story about it. There yeah. has to be something there. It's like, was really? Was it? <laughs> I don't know if this is much okay. better, but I interpreted it as, I think it was Charles Soule who said that. I interpreted it as him saying, uh, based on what we've seen in recent comics which he helped write clearly boba fett did not deliver on solo right okay okay gotcha which is not much better but you know i do think there's a little bit of like setup for it in the comic books um sure although to be fair the quote is something like when i was pitching the ongoing star wars that i'm writing now i kept coming back to this question of where did boba fett go with han solo so Mm. Maybe there's something that's going on that we don't really know about. Uh, yeah, behind the scenes. Maybe there's like always been a little, a little uh, Return of the Jedi draft where Jabba's like it. He just got here, right? That's it. Oh, um, you're gonna you try to take this guy? He just got here. That's what Jabba says. Yeah, I just uh, hung that guy up. I just put him in. Do you see that spot? It took six months to build. He got here like two days after it was completed it's perfect and you're gonna try to take a nail i've been waiting for my throne room to like come together like we had that whole extra wing where like the curtain is there so that we could like open it up and like laugh at the people (laughs) if they ever try to escape (laughs) like we we had this whole thing set up and you just had to come and and take them like five like a day after he got put up there truly the craziest piece of home decoration or home decor or home uh, layout that I've ever seen. That must it's be just his bedroom, a, right? A frozen guy. I, I, in his, it has to be in his bedroom because why else would you have a curtain next to a, like a uh, indent in the wall where a giant slug can fit into? Yeah, I don't know. Um, do you think uh, you think Bib Fortuna ever used that uh, to laugh at people in his like the big curtain? Ten years, yeah, in his like seven years of uh, of of running the show over there. Yeah, probably. He was like, "Oh, that was a um, good trick. That was a good one. I like that. Let's <laughs> let's like make thing. people." Yeah, it's like they he you get people behind the curtain and you make people think that they're safe, and then you open up the curtain, and you go, "Ah, <laughs> we got you." Yeah. Everyone throw like, him into the pit. <laughs> everyone's like, "Bib, Java did that once for Han Solo. You can't yeah. do this every week. This you is can't getting do old. that for like." You can't do that for like cat, uh, cav, cow, uh, frog. You can't do that for Mr. Frog. Yeah, like, cow who frog. is that guy? Cow frog. You know cow frog. You can't do it for cow frog. Who's I, that? Who yeah. is that? Who is that? Cal, yeah, cow frog is the only worker in in Jabba's <laughs> or sorry, Bibb's palace at this point. Yeah. So we have a big whole Boba Fett. Uh, crossover it's gonna it's gonna cross over all of the main uh 
post Empire uh, books, right? We got right. Afra, we got Star Wars, we got Vader, we got Bounty Hunters. It's going to yeah. be a big summer crossover event, which is cool. Yeah. I like the concept of a Star Wars comic crossover event. Um, yeah, they've done is it. This... They did it once before, or maybe more than once, but I definitely remember they did it between Star Wars and Vader and, and Vader Down, I think it was called. It was yes, the first yes. One. Um, but that was when there was only two of them. Uh, except there were some miniseries floating around at that point, like Leia and Lando and Chewie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this is a bit uh, much bigger. I think the I think the justification for having a crossover was it was like, of course Luke and Leia are going to try to rescue their friend. Uh, of course, all the bounty hunters are going to want to get Han to get the score. Afra doesn't give a shit, but like she wants the money, which cool. Uh, and then the one that really I didn't really sit with well was that Vader is in it because he let because he he obviously wants to capture Han Solo. Or something like that and i'm like well no it quite literally didn't care about him mm-hmm. maybe he wants him back as bait again i guess they can kind of work that motivation in but like i don't know vader specific it was like vader wants to capture the person who helped destroy the death star and it's like well if you wanted that he had him i don't mm-hmm. think he wants that but we'll see i'll withhold judgment until until the, yeah we'll the we'll, we'll get to it We'll, we'll get to it. Yes, eventually. Over the course of many months, we'll be talking about the War of the Bounty Hunters over Han Solo's We'll be talking body. about War of the Bounty Hunters all summer long. All summer long. Um, and then in I, the I, fall... Oh, what's in the fall? We have the third installment of the Queen Trilogy. Yes. The E.K. Johnson uh, Padme Trilogy. Queen's the very str- strange, strangely timelined Queen's trilogy um, started with pre-Clone Wars, uh, mm-hmm. between Phantom and Clone Wars. Next was a prequel to Phantom, which then, by the he- mid part of the book, went into Phantom and was like a condensed, like, oh, this was in between the scene you saw in the movie version of phantom and then a little i don't know if i read that one it was pretty good um i I definitely read the first one and i liked it yeah i like the um they center on the handmaidens a lot they added this Mm -hmm. whole thing in in phantom where there's like these uh like basically slave camps going on in naboo while the uh um blockade is going on and it kind Mm -hmm. of focuses a little bit on the handmaidens who are there and dealing with it um, I think they referenced that a lot in the first book. There's a lot of stuff in the second book that they referenced in the first book because it happened after the second book. <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm curious. I don't think I read the. I don't think more. I read the second one because I didn't. I wasn't interested in having it be a prequel to the first one. Yeah. Um, but maybe now that I know what they're doing, that this third one is going to come out, I'll go and revisit that one, and we'll talk about it before the right. new book comes out in november i think it's definitely worth it i i liked it i like uh sabe a lot and she mm. she showed up a little bit in vader um which i yeah I thought yeah would be a little more exciting but it was fine i liked it enough um we talked about that in one of our earlier episodes episode like two yes, or something did. right i 
think it was uh we kind of briefly went over it because the issue that we came in at was uh already after that arc i think oh, okay yeah yeah um yeah i'm excited those books are pretty good dk johnson's a, a good writer yeah uh yeah that's all the, that's all the news that we've got um you do anything oh. star wars related oh wait. wait did did we talk about it oh yeah we did talk about it last episode carino uh no the ryan johnson trilogy yes he's has been still on rumored to still be on which is great well he can supposedly confirmed it in an interview that he's yeah. still working on it so yeah confirmed to be on which is nice um yeah, that's sure pretty a lot of angry people out there but uh get stay stay mad people stay mad stay mad so what are um, we doing what are we doing here <laughs> We have um, any thoughts? We have any? Uh... Well, I get uh, I really quick. I I started the first book in the Alphabet Squadron. Trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like a chapter in. It seems cool. It's about an Imperial Tie fighter who defects the rebellion, like in the final days of the Empire. It's like getting into like how exactly they assimilated like people who wanted out of the Empire and how the Empire mm. was uh dealing with being you know failing so like Mm -hmm. um like operation cinder seems to be like the empires uh instead of letting planets fall to the burgeoning new republic they like literally use like their technology to destroy the entire planet and the people living on there so right uh that's fun uh, I'm excited to see how how it goes. There's three of them. We're gonna be reading the third one in uh, uh, two weeks. So two weeks. Oh, okay. Interesting. And then I uh, I just jumped back into Jedi Fall in Order today a little bit. I was on Dathomir, oh, nice. and then I looked at my quest log, and I'm like, wait, there's no quest for Dathomir yet. So I went back to Kashyyyk, and uh, Saul Guerrero is there. Yeah. And the Wookies look weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's did fun. you do like the ad at thing? Yeah, it was really cool. I that like it fun. when it gets cinematic. Yeah. Uh, like that. I do love um, that you could just like go to Dathomir and like you're not supposed to be there. <laughs> it's like you could explore well, as much as you want, but there's like no like goals there yet. Right. I mean, I think you're supposed to go investigate the temple, but like the the game was like okay well we can pick to go to dathomir or we can pick to go to i think it was zepho and i went to zepho and then from zepho they were like oh you can go to kashik um and then i'm like okay well, i'm gonna check out dathomir now and then i got there and then i kind of fought some enemies and i was like it doesn't actually say it said like the main it my uh objective was like the ship and it said go to kashik so i'm like okay i guess i'll go there mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. dathomir is scary i don't want to go here yet yeah it's spooky too spooky too spooky um there is yeah. cool stuff you could you could do if you like really commit to uh, exploring dathomir in early game you can get like cool stuff oh in the early like like stuff that won't really be as cool later on no it'll still be cool later on but you could just get it earlier <laughs> interesting okay yeah well i'm already like in the middle of a yeah, it's I don't know. I don't know if I actually leave Kashyyyk at this point. <laughs> I think I'm kind of like locked into you finishing commit. out at least a bit. Um, but I'm excited yeah, that's to fun. play it. Um, 
yeah i guess do you want to do we have any thoughts on the higher public so far or like I Star Wars in general am loving the higher public the higher public's good I, I want more of it i want more of it i am the more i read the more i the more i want the more i want to see these characters the more i'm excited for something like the acolyte but also kind of I'm a little disappointed that it seems like it's taking place way later than this current time period because we're not going to get to see our friends in it. Yeah, unless we do. I mean, we could always see Yoda. Yeah, Yoda's. Listen, <laughs> Yoda's always going to be there for us. Yeah. I don't. I, you don't have to. You, you depend on him. You don't need to wonder if Yoda's going to show up the same way that you have to wonder so, if our Chris is going to be there. That's true. Maybe the prince from. Uh, Prince the vow, the vow of Silver Dawn or whatever. Oh yeah, the thing we should we should have done that for this episode. Yeah, we really should have. I, I maybe we'll we'll do we'll do for for future minisodes. I think we should do Vow of Silver Dawn. Yeah, that we'll, would be we'll really fun. In there, when yeah. we have like a one comic episode, we'll try to do some chapters of Vow of Silver Dawn. That'll be like um, little bonus minisodes. What is it at right now? I'm gonna look this up really quick while we're talking because uh, I think it is like a updating three times a day kind of series. <laughs> um, three and, times a day. Uh, yeah, it's up to chapter 105. Holy shit! It's update. It 105. Tw- two chapters a day since December 17th. With, That's. Um, no breaks <laughs> that's crazy it's crazy the last chapter was called uh in the dark wow the almost before that was almost exactly like the last book that came out yep the chapter before that was to handle one as one would handle others the necessity of distance i think my favorite is chapter 26 dinner <laughs> no wait then- no these are amazing Chapter 22, Sean 1 million. Sean 1 million. Sean 1 million. I'm going to assume there's some uh, there's some translation uh, issues in here, but there are more important things than killing. That's a good good life motto, I think. To, chapter 39, to strike a dog, one must first strike the owner. Uh, every wicked this person awesome. seems forced is, is chapter 59. Um, so yeah, uh, stay tuned next week. We'll be going through chapters one to one hundred and five of Hour of Sword on, um, along with, along with uh, multiple other things. Um, yeah, I guess I maybe we can do like a quick little preview before we head out of this little mini sode of us just shooting the shit about Star Wars. Yeah, this will be good. Uh, um, so next time, uh, we got Star Wars Adventures four supposedly. Those are sweet. The, those tend to be varied, but whatever. Uh, after that, on the thir- on the second and the third, which the episode will come later, obviously, but it is Victory's Price, um, Star Wars: The High, The Rise of Skywalker graphic novel novel adaptation, apparently, The High Republic number three and The High Republic Adventures number two. Um, those you know, cool. Victory's Price probably an ebook, mm-hmm. I think. It's about people driving, piloting ships. Can't go, can't go wrong there. 
And then the rest of the month is just the rest of the comics. Just Star Wars, Bounty Hunters, Dr. Aphra. Cool. Got a got a cool month. Next next big thing is Thrawn Ascendancy, Greater Good, which is uh April twenty seventh. Whoa. You should read uh the first Thrawn book. I'm assuming this one will be. Is this be the pretty. second one? This is the second Thrawn prequel book. There were three <laughs> books that took place concurrently with Rebels, I think. And then okay. this is taking place during the Clone Wars, but while Thrawn has not had any contact with the Galactic Republic yet or Empire. Excellent. Um, although that's not exactly true, but uh, I think there's like a thing that there's like a, a little flashback in like a Thrawn book that they that they go into and come out of in this Thrawn book. Like they don't go into the main plot because that's already been covered in another book. It's mm-hmm. Star Wars is so weird. Crazy. Um, but it's like really hard sci-fi. It's it's oh. it's really like there's so many proper nouns. It's kind of crazy. All right. I'll uh I'll check that out cuz we're going to be reading like the sequel so maybe I'll just read that first one. Yeah. Um it's kind of kind of kind of good. I liked it a lot. Mhm. Uh all right, well, that is going to do it for us. That's going to do Sorry. it. I hope you no. enjoyed listening to us uh, this is talk it. about Star Wars. Yeah. Um, this is what our show is. Maybe we gave you some information you didn't know already. But. Oh, um, I'm just reading in May there's going to be another uh, English adaptation comic of the german uh comic versions of weapon of a jedi yeah i saw that i saw so that. it's um, probably gonna have that cool art style i hope the new star wars adventures weapon of a jedi yeah i hope so because the the hans the um smugglers one was pretty cool i like yeah that. so i hope so be cool Sounds good to me. Uh, me as well. All right. Well, if you enjoyed listening to this, hopefully you did, please check us out, uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast platform of your choosing that allows you to do that. Uh, make sure to subscribe, too. That really helps. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at WillsCast, W-H-I-L-L-S-C-I-S-T, uh, and also email us at WillsCast at gmail.com. If you want any questions or comments or concerns or you want to drop us a really uh, hot Star Wars trivia fact that's really burning the inside of your mind, mm-hmm. you got to get it out somewhere. We'll hear it and we'll probably go, what? Because that's what every Star Wars trivia fact makes me do. <laughs> um, check us out uh, next time. Star Wars Adventures 4. We'll be talking about a couple of short stories and also maybe Val of Silver Dawn. I don't know. We'll find we'll out. Um, and remember, uh, you do one this time. Remember, um, the uh, Val is always silver just before the dawn. Oh, I have one, I have one. 
Okay. <laughs> and and remember, doing good is never simple, and doing evil is like a shortcut. Bye. Bye. <laughs>